everybody. Take your seats. It's great to be here with you this afternoon. Summer is over. Winter is back. <laughs> Hope not. Don't have any holidays booked the whole summer, so it better be better than this. Like last week, remember? Yeah, well, it's great to be here. And starting off the ser service on following the favor of God, and, and I believe it's something that we all want to do. It's sometimes hard. If you can bring it down in here for me, thank you. Um, sometimes hard to, to see and understand where that favor is. And hopefully today we'll, we'll explore some of those things uh, and, and see if we can get somewhere, give you some helpful tips and tools within the Bible to, to help you achieve some of that and really develop you in your favor. Yeah, keep it further down. Thank you, that's perfect. So uh, let's pray, shall we? Lord, we thank you for your presence in this place, for what you're doing amongst us. We thank you, Lord, because we can trust you. And we can trust you with our very lives every day of our lives. And we can trust that you will open the doors that need to be opened and that you will make a way where there seems to be no way for us, Lord. We ask you, Lord, as we come to bring this word, that you open our hearts to receive it and, and that you guide my works, Holy Spirit. And anoint me for this task. In Jesus' name, amen. Fantastic. Let's uh, turn to Psalm 40, uh, 60, not a good start, 84, in your Bibles, if you have your Bibles with you, if you're not, share with somebody. Psalm 84, verse 4, it's a very good psalm, you can, you can read it all and, and, and draw some more, so much stats from it, but I want to focus on... From verse 4, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are sent on a pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength, till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer. Lord God Almighty, listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor, favor on your anointed one. Do you know what Christian means? Being a Christian means a little anointed one or a little Christ. And so we all fit into this passage where it says, Look with favor on your anointed one. And this is the, the prayer of David. David who has had so much favor throughout his life. And so we, we can see how the, the Bible really shows us how different people that we have as heroes of faith, heroes of the favor of God, that knew God's heart, that knew how to walk, have been asking for this thing called favor. And, and they didn't take it for granted. Also in Nehemiah 1, where Nehemiah is uh, saying, God, you know, use me, I'm just a cupbearer to the king, but I, 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 I'm willing to go, I've been willing to step in the gap. And he says, Lord, let your, hear, your ear be attentive to the prayer of this, your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. 
give your servant, servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. He's talking about the king. In chapter 2, he goes and, and asks to go back to rebuild Jerusalem. And, and it's so, so interesting because as we look into favor and what favor is, we know that it may mean a pay rise, it may mean, I don't know, promotion, finding a wife or a husband, but it's basically an open door, I, I think. Uh, favor is that open door that we're looking for. And that open door doesn't come by sitting at home, praying, and hopefully it will happen. That open door happens by us going forward and, and trying to open doors. Amen? If you're after a job, it's very, very rarely that you're sitting at home and somebody will call you, hey, I have a job for you. You have to go apply, and God can work with that because God is extremely good at opening doors for us. But He's also very skilled at closing doors. And when He closes the door, there's nothing we can do to open. We kick, scream, thinking it was the best thing that could happen to us, and God doesn't want to give it to us. But God, the favor of God, is the favor that opens the door. And we'll look into that a little bit later as well. Favor is when we treat it much, much better than we, we deserve in its circumstance. And we get things we, or treat, a treatment that we were not expecting, we did not deserve at all. Um, sometimes favor comes um, in a different form than what we expected it. And I think that's a very important point because uh, we can see in our lives that sometimes God closed that door that we were so keen that he will open, but when we tried the door next door, which was the one that he intended for us, then it was so much better than we thought it would be. And, and we were thankful that God closed the other door. And, and God works that way sometimes when, you, when we, are, we are walking in this path, and it's, like, it's very easy to say, yeah, we have to work in his favor, but actually, what, how does it work? What does it happen to us when we go through life and things started to not happen for us or going wrong or going in the wrong direction where even God has spoken to us that should go. So I'll say that when we put a trust in God and favor kicks in, it kind of go, goes to work for us. The favor does do things for us that we can never do, even if we try and, and I, I think that's a really, really interesting concept. And, and we look into that also deeper. But, you know, I wanted to think for a second. How do you feel when things are not going well? You know, you start feeling depressed. Even, even, even as you start remembering, I can see your faces going like, oh, yeah, it's not good. But... How do you feel, remember now, how do you feel when you've been thankful, when God has done something great for you? Yeah, yeah, I can see those smiles, remembering those things. And what happens is, you start remembering more things that God has done well for you that are good, and you start remembering more things, but so many times, to get to that thankful state, is an act of the will. The emotions, the circumstance around us, are just kicking right against us. They want us to take us down. They want us to be fearful. They want us to 
Not focus on what God is doing, but focus on what God is not doing. And I heard somebody say, you know, when you're in that situation where you cannot break loose of continually focusing on what, is, what God is not doing for you, find someone that is worse than you. That is doing worse than you. If you don't get that promotion, find someone that doesn't have a job. And try to help them out getting that job. Pretty soon we realize that our problems um, are not that huge. And that there's a lot more favor in our lives than we recognize sometimes. And I think that's one of the keys to be faithful and recognize the favor that God has in our life. Being thankful at all times is one of the keys of walking and following in His favor. And of course, the battle is then in the mind. Because if we renew our mind in this way, if we are making a conscious effort to be thankful and to think of the good things that God has done, the more good things will eventually come. And, and it takes a mental effort, and it takes an emotional effort as well. Uh, because it's very easy when you're riding a wave and everything is fine and things are going your way. But when things are not exactly going your way, that's when it's tough and when we know that we have to focus in our favor the most to pass the test and to, 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 to gain that other level. Now, when, when, you, when we talk about following our favor, what do we mean? And I think it's that thing that you do that gives you confidence. So many people know, you know, I'm good for this, I'm good for that. God has blessed me with this. And when I share my testimony, many people get saved. And, and, and it's, it's a matter of, also it's mixed with the purpose of that God is for your life. But I believe most of us don't know exactly what the purpose of God for our lives is. But I also believe that as we discover it, we wouldn't choose to do anything else. So this whole concept of me trying to do my own thing and God wants me to bless me in my own thing and here is the will of God completely different from my will, I think it's a bit ludicrous and ridiculous because God doesn't want us to be in, in, in a problem all the time with His will. His purpose for us is to make the best from what He's put on us. And we, most of us, likes the best. And so I believe, Roma had as we look into following your favor, you, you start looking into what are those things that God, when, when you speak, for example, with, with someone, you get a kind response. They're thinking, oh, wow, that was wise, that was interesting. You know, there's a quality of life in favor. You know, what do you do in your life? I need to stop saying you know. <laughs> what do you do in your life that provokes a positive reaction and that you feel really at ease when you do it? When you feel that you're moving gracefully, you say, oh, this is my thing, you know. Where there's a sense of the goodness of God and the pleasure of God upon your life. You know, if you, if you were doing this for, um, for a living and they pay you for it, you will be like, wow, can't believe they're paying me for this. This is 
This is my life. This is the best. Those are the kind of things that where your favor, I believe, will be lying, you'll find. But let me ask you, where are these things happening for you? Where? When you talk to certain people that are around you, maybe in the cell, maybe in work, and they encourage you, they feel encouraged rather than opposing you and criticize you. You know, there's time for that. But the favor and following on that favor is normally when you don't feel that opposition in that way. Because it's easy for you. This is, this is your thing. So those are the activities that we want to pay attention to. Because we cannot do everything. We need to focus on where the favor of the Lord in our lives is. And do that thing. Like I said, normally... It will be the thing we like to do the most. Because it's the, it's the thing that we feel graceful, graceful, that is easy for us, that comes naturally. Because so many times it happens that, oh, you try this and it kind of didn't work, or fear crept in, crept in, or somebody didn't like it very much, and you thought, yeah, maybe God is calling me or asking me or flowing into this direction. But really, I like to do this because all my friends are in this. And so we are here um, doing something else and asking God, God, why don't I get to the next level? Where is your favor? And God is saying, hello, I'm here. Remember, where your favor is flowing. I was here all along. You moved away. So let's be careful on, 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 our, on our hearts and ask ourselves. Because fear, intimidation will come. But we need to focus on Him. We need to know that what He's called us to do, He will enable us. It's a trusting business. If we trust Him, if we trust Him, if we put his, our trust in Him, step by step by step, He will come through for us. Because imagine if He will bless this other thing that you're doing and give you favor. And you're all over the place doing the wrong thing. If you give me, um, if I'm gambling, if you give me a million dollars, you think, wow, what amazing favor from God. No, it's not. Because I'm going to increase my vice and, you know, destroy my life. All the, all the worse. It's like when these people that don't know how to live their lives and manage their finances well, and they win the lottery. And you see two, two years down the line, they've got nothing. They're back to zero. You wonder, how? How can you? And this is why. Because if you are in the wrong place and you get blessed, it's not going to help you, and it's not going to help anybody. So it's so important to ask the people around you, the people that care for you. Where, if you, if you cannot see it obviously in your life, ask them. What do you think? You know, have a sense. Go in prayer, because some people sometimes tell you airy fairies, but you know the people I'm talking about. That you need to speak to your good friends, your 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 your, your parents. I remember I all, I all the time talk with my grandma, and my grandma, awesome woman of God. He went to be the Lord with the Lord last year, she will bring my feet down to earth. You know. And uh, she was known for being a very, very dangerous woman because she has a left, a left hook. That, you know. And she was no nonsense, believe me. You're waiting from the right and she'll always give it to you from the left. We never learned that one. And when you think you're doing 
you know, the, the best you can do and having a great time. And you think, oh, grandma, look what I'm doing. Look, I'm so great at this and so great at that. And you're proud of your grandson. She will go, and what about this? And that's the left hook that kills you because she always, always will ask the right question. So talk to those people that know you. Ask them, you know, what do you feel that my favor is? Maybe you're doing something for money just because you needed the money. And maybe God is telling you, yes, but... What is your favor? In your favor, you'll have the money. You'll have much more than that. I'm not saying you go around and quit your job tomorrow and find out what your favor is. But, yeah, no, but let's be sensible. But there are stances in our lives where we say, no, I cannot do that. I'm going to have to get this job and work and do nothing else because I'm not good enough for what God has done for me. Or I'm afraid. Or, Yeah? So don't come next week to Gabriel quoting, Esteban said to quit my job. <laughs> Amen. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 3 right now. Verse 1. My son, my son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let no mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. And he continues. He said, and again, a really good passage that speaks back at loads to me. But I want us to focus on God. It's almost saying here, and so find favor. So if you do this, you will find favor. And he's talking about the heart. He's talking about something that we have to do. Putting truth and mercy around our neck. It's not the truth and mercy of God in the sense of receiving his truth and mercy. It's us being truthful and merciful towards others. It's us having the law, his law written in our hearts, not a set of things that we don't do in our minds. It's a, it's a very different, it's a relational thing. And, um, you know, I, I, I really believe that God puts a strong measure of favor in each one of us that is for us to miss it out. And I, I'm, I'm not intent to bring condemnation or thinking, oh, what, you need to do this, you need to do that. But because there's nothing that you need to do, in a sense. The favor is being given to you. But it says here, have that hard relationship with him. Make sure you become more and more like him. There's an article in the Royal Times about renewing your mind. And that, that's for me what it means to, to learn to trust him, to learn to partnership with the Holy Spirit to find that increase of favor, to trust the Lord that He will lead you onto your favor and, and what that thing that makes you really on fire is. Doesn't mean that we will always be successful. We will face ob obstacles, yes, indeed. But when God is with you and you have that sense of peace, even if things are not happening exactly as you thought they will, as we said earlier, 
Sometimes we go through process, and that process is very important. And we shouldn't underestimate the value of that process. And it's like God is calling us to go there, and we're actually here and pointing to the wrong direction. And you're wondering, God, surely this is wrong. God has a way of turning things around. And, you know, favor will, will do that for you. will get you into a room. We'll get, we'll, we'll get you through the door, but then if you didn't have that process, then you will lose whatever you got. If you, if for example, um, you get a job because you know a language, but then actually when you were learning it, you didn't learn it very well and your grammar is not there. And, well, after a couple of weeks in the job, they're going to say, I'm sorry, but you're not good enough for us and... and Although it it might have been the favor of the Lord that gave you that open door. You didn't stay there, or we, it happens to all of us, I think, that we don't stay there because we didn't have what it takes. We we were in the process, we were worrying about getting this, getting this, getting this, getting this, right? And our brains in that process that God was taking us through and learn the lessons that we need to learn when we're in that process. And so I want to encourage you, if you're not there yet, if you're not feeling that, the favor is flowing, or what that favor that you need to follow is, wherever you're at, meet with God. Trust Him. And continue to ask Him. And, and even Jesus, in Luke 2.52, said, Jesus increasing wisdom, stature, and favor with God and men. How much more us? So we are in the process. Don't Think that you are alone, that God has forgotten you. Trust Him. Let me see, I got lost in my notes. Hallelujah. If you turn to Malachi 3, it's a verse that we always use for the beginning of demands for the offering and the, and the what do you call it? The tithes. It's quite strong. Because it says, you know, the title, verse 8, Do not rob God. Quite strong. Will man rob God and so on and so forth? I'm sure you heard it offering times many times. But it's so interesting, this verse. Because at the end, it said, try me on this. It's almost as if God was saying, I dare you. I double dare you that you will not do this. If you do it, out just waiting to bless you. I dare you to come in and trust me. And he's talking about finances here, but I think we can apply this in, ev- in other areas of, of our lives, like we do with so many other verses. And I believe that God is telling us this afternoon, would you dare, you know, I dare you to trust me in the favor that I set before you. 
those things that you know that I've opened for you, that you haven't necessarily walked into, or you're not walking, walking into the fullness yet. And if you don't know what there is, I believe God is telling you, meet me in the secret place. Come, seek, and you, and you will find. You will find out what the favor for me in your life is and where it lies. Amen? Why will he not? He has given us everything. His most precious thing, his son Jesus. He surrendered it for our salvation. Why will he not give us blessings and everything else that we need and sometimes that we want? But it's important that we don't become just selfish, selfish Christians that go around the world because we have the favor of God doing what we want and not caring about anything else. That surely won't produce anything good or much good. But if we are in his body, if we are building his kingdom, surely he will make available to us the richness, the resources of his kingdom. Amen? Glory. Hallelujah. Um, I like to pray for you, but before that, I like to pray because there may be somebody here that has never, ever experienced God's favor in any way. And it's to you that I want to talk to for a few seconds. And because I believe that the fact that God sent Jesus for us to have favor on this earth, for our sins to be forgiven, is the greatest gift of all. And if you have not experienced this, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, if you have not been born again, then I'd like us to now pray and that you will join into this prayer with us so that you can get to know this God that we've been talking about, the God that wants to, to see you be successful, that wants to, to bless that favor that is upon your life and take you to the next level. So why don't we all pray? Lord, I thank you for everybody here. Thank you, Jesus, for you came to this word to make us be close to the Father, to receive all of the blessings that the Father wanted to give us through you or Jesus, only through you. I pray right now, Lord, that every person who wants to commit to this life, Lord. That you will touch them at this very time. That you will speak to their hearts. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. I will ask you now if, if you want to receive this Jesus. Receive this favor. Receive the blessings that we've been talking about today that you will indicate to me so I can pray specifically for you by lifting your hand in this place. If you are here and don't know Jesus, never anybody explain what he did for you or what he could be for you. If you lift up your hand right now, we make sure that we have a chat with you and, and we pray together. Okay, everybody here knows Jesus? Amen.
give you another opportunity. Anybody who wants to receive Jesus in their hearts this afternoon? Glory. Well, let's pray. Lord, I want to bless every single person under the sound of my voice tonight. Jesus, where they are in times of decision making, where they need to know where to go left or right, Lord, where there is a time limit and it feels that the answer never comes. Lord, I pray for people that are seeking to know what the purpose that you have set for, the, for their lives is. Pray, Lord, that they will embrace the process and the moment they are in, that they will trust you with all their hearts. Lord, that your spirit will come upon every person under the sound of my voice and encourage them to take the next level in walking in your favor. Jesus, minister to us right now. You die for us for a full salvation. You give us a renewed mind and a mind that doesn't know what fear is. Give us that mind right now. Help us when we struggle to trust you. Help us when we struggle to know, to see what you are doing, Lord. In our lives and around us. Lord, this word... This world that we live in is focusing constantly on the bad news. And we get caught up so many times. I pray, Lord, for a supernatural ability to focus on the good that you're doing. Faith, Lord. Release your faith upon your people this afternoon. Let it increase. By this impartation, let it increase. Holy Spirit, move among us right now. We receive it. Encouragement. Vision. Lord, give your people dreams and visions. Show them the next step, Lord. Show them the bigger picture. Lord, I pray that you blow like the wing and that we may rise in that wing like eagles. And from up there, Lord, we may be able to see what you see for our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Well, next week we'll continue with the series. And um, at 5 o'clock, of course, Pastor Dudley will be with us. Right? And uh, Bakken, who is uh, still high, will come and give us the latest announcement. Thank you.